Well, welcome to the podcast that we call Time in God's Word, and this is David Carnes. And as always, it is just great to be back with you. And as we come back together today, we find ourselves, again, back in John chapter 3, and we are just looking at that conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus. And as we have been looking so very carefully at this text, we have found how Jesus has made the point that eternal life is a total and complete work of God, that man makes no contribution to eternal life. Again, it is all a work from above. And as Jesus has brought out this point to Nicodemus, one thing that Jesus has brought out is the work of the Spirit in eternal life. And we brought this out last time as we made our way to verses 6 through 8. And you remember that When we were together on Wednesday, we looked into the Spirit and His convincing or convicting work in eternal life, and we spent time in that. But now today, again, as we are reminded of the work of the Spirit in salvation, what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to take us over to 2 Corinthians chapter 1 today specifically verses 21 and 22. And I take us there because of the wonderful truth that is taught regarding the work of the Spirit in salvation. And specifically, what we're going to see is how the Spirit works to seal the believer and also how the Spirit works to guarantee the believer. It is just a wonderful text. So very happy to be able just to take you over there to that text. And again, it is the work of the Spirit in salvation. Now again, Jesus spoke of this as he spoke to Nicodemus. And now what we're going to do today is just expand on this as again we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verses 21 and 22. And so let's go there now as we spend time in God's Word. But then there's one other point. Let me do this. One other point I want to draw out regarding the Spirit when it comes to salvation, and that is the Holy Spirit of God. And listen to what else He does in salvation. The Holy Spirit of God seals our salvation. Now, if you're a note-taker, write that one down. The Holy Spirit of God seals our salvation. The Holy Spirit of God seals, again, a believer's salvation. Again, just a brief study on this. Let me do this now. Let me read something out of 2 Corinthians. Again, write this down, go home, read it, and study this. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22, the Apostle Paul, he is writing to the church at Corinth. Who's he writing to? He's writing to Christians. He's writing to the church. And this is what he writes. Listen to it. Paul writes, And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put his seal on us and given given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. (laughs) Listen to me. There's a lot there. Two words, though, that we're just going to pull out, we're going to look at briefly. You notice in that text, Paul, he uses the word seal. He uses the word guarantee. Now, both of those words are being used to speak about the Spirit of God, to describe the Spirit in some way. Here's how those words are being used to speak of the Spirit, starting with the word seal. 
The word seal, understand this, a word that would speak of a stamp on a package or a letter. And in the ancient world, listen now, a seal on a letter would guarantee something. You know what it would guarantee? It would guarantee a few things. First of all, it would guarantee the security of something that was in transit. In other words, it wasn't going to be broken into. It was secure. The seal would guarantee the safe arrival of a package in the ancient world. That's what else it guaranteed. One, that it wouldn't be broken into, it was secure, but also that it would be guaranteed a safe arrival to its destination. Did you hear that? Now, hear me on this, but for the believer in Jesus, the Holy Spirit of God, who convinced you of your need for Jesus, and He's the one who did that, is also the one that will make sure that you will safely arrive. Now hear me, that you will safely arrive one day in your heavenly home. Isn't that good? The Spirit always with you, right? Never leaving you, never forsaking you, but always dwelling within you. We'll see to it that you're going to make it home one day. <laughs> Understand, please do not think this is your home. It is not. Scripture teaches us that as followers of Christ, we're just passing through. We're pilgrims here. But the Spirit of God is going to get us home one day. It's a beautiful truth. Remember, by the way, Scripture does teach that we are indwelled by the Spirit of God. When anybody comes to faith in the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit of God then takes up residence within you. He's not leaving you. He's taking you home. 1 Corinthians chapter 3.16. 1 Corinthians 3.16, by the way, tells us that God's Spirit dwells you. But then one other thing about the seal or the stamp on a package. Listen to this. But in the ancient world, the seal on a letter identified the letter. It identified the letter. It, it identified specifically the owner of the letter. That's what it identified. And understand this, but the Holy Spirit of God indwelling the believer, living His life out through your life, is constantly making it known who you belong to, right? That's what He's doing. And the world sees this. As you come under the Lordship of Jesus the Holy Spirit of God then begins to have His way within you. And all that He is, His character, begins to then be lived out through your life. And remember, as you live your life as a Christian under the Lordship of Jesus, then all of a sudden, people begin to see who you belong to. Do people know who you belong to? Do they? They need to know who you belong to. And they know by how you live your life, how you speak, how you treat others, how you think. The Holy Spirit of God within you, He reveals to others who you belong to. Again, a wonderful, awesome truth, isn't it? It is. The Spirit guaranteeing our arrival to heaven and the Spirit revealing God the one that you belong to, revealing God to the lost world. 
One other word though now, and I just want to bring this out very quickly. One other word that we see again in that text out of 2 Corinthians where Paul writes, the Spirit is in our heart. He also says, as a guarantee. I want that word. I want to look at that. Pull that off the page. He says, he refers to the Spirit as a guarantee. Now I want you to hear me on this. The word guarantee is a word that actually speaks of a down payment. Speaks of a down payment. That's how the word is used. It speaks of money that's put down. Guaranteeing this, that future payments are going to be made. I'm putting this down, guaranteeing that all the other payments are going to be made. That's what that word speaks of. And understand this, but what Paul is saying here is, when someone comes to Jesus by faith, the Holy Spirit of God takes up residence in that person, and right there, that's a down payment. The Holy Spirit of God comes within you and indwells you. That's the first installment. That's the down payment. Guaranteeing that the final payment will be made. The final payment... What is it? It's heaven. It's heaven. Heaven is coming. The Holy Spirit within you is a guarantee right there that heaven is yours. And when the day comes that you take your last breath here, your next breath will be there. And what's the word? Guaranteed. (laughs) Right? Amen? Guaranteed. And friend, nothing can change that. What a wonderful truth that is. But the Holy Spirit of God, His work in salvation. Again, notice this. But it's all a work of God, right? Man has nothing to do with any of this. It's all God. There is nothing here that speaks of a person somehow contributing to any of this. It's not. The Spirit is the one that convinces a person for their need of Jesus. The Spirit is the one that provides our safe arrival to heaven. The Spirit is the one that makes known who we belong to. And the Spirit is our down payment, our guarantee that heaven is coming. Amen. Well, just another wonderful portion of Scripture. This text that some call the most important piece of Scripture in all of the Bible this conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus. And then Jesus, once again now, just stressing that it is God that works in eternal life. Eternal life is a work from above. And specifically in this text today, just being reminded of the role of the third person of the Trinity, the work of the Spirit in eternal life. Well, this conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus, it is not over. It continues, and we are going to continue our study of this text the next time that we come together, and that's going to be this Friday. So until that time, you have a wonderful day. You have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time as we spend time in God's Word.